0: everyone. Welcome back. Um, So today we are recording another episode of Real Management Talk with LJ and Jocelyn. Um, Feel free to drop a comment below and we'll come back in to answer your comments. But while we're recording, we can't necessarily see all the comments and everything, guys. So, but we we promise we'll get back in there and answer any questions that you have. So, you ready to go, LJ?
1: (laughs) I'm so happy to be with you today again, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, when we get together, it's always a great experience. It's always a great time, great discussion. And, you know, as a fellow entrepreneur who is full-time and as a woman that inspires me, you have inspired me since I've met you, you You know, you have been full-time entrepreneur, uh, tycoon, for a year, you know? And it's, a, it's such a tough, 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 tough thing to do. And you've been doing this work and supporting so many communities, you know, all over the country, all over the, the world for years. So thank you for being my inspiration and thank you for, you know, our opportunities to come together and just talk about stuff that's going on.
0: Well, thank you for your kind words. I really appreciate that. And before we forget, I want to say welcome to Real Management Talk with LJ and Jocelyn. We're really excited to be here with you again today. Um, and LJ, thank you so much for, for that info. I really appreciate it. You know, oftentimes what I say is I was side hustling with <laughs> before we even had such words in our language, right? Um, you know, there, there was a lot of times over, over the first uh, more than decade even of, of what I do that there were periods I, I worked for somebody else and then I came back in and worked another, you know, 40 hours a week running, running company and teams and um, everything. So I say, you know, this year, uh, my main company, of course, you know, I have two now. Um, and um, And then there's actually two others that are kind of involved with our, our overall enterprise and what we do. But my main company is actually 21 years of age this year. And I thought I, I just thought about it the other day and thought, wow, we have both grown up a lot and been through <laughs> a lot together right? <laughs> maybe um, I mean, 20 years. Because companies take on lives. I mean, they really do. After a while, especially as you're growing in the beginning, it might just seem like it's all you, it's all you, it's all you. And, and as you learn to delegate, as you learn to um, let go of some things, as vision becomes clear, as ideas come in, what works, what doesn't, all of that... Um, Companies morph and they change. And that's why I often tell uh, folks that we work with, you know, just because you're starting here today, you'll be amazed of where you are. I mean, if somebody had told me where we'd be at 21 years ago, like I had a totally different vision for this thing. (laughs) You know, in in some respects, we were in a completely different industry than we're in now. Um, there were aspects of the industry we were in because, because I've always just been wired that way, you know, those, those were the giftings that I had, so from a very young age, but, you know, it's okay if things move and morph and change, Right. And I often tell people, look, your business isn't dead unless you decide it's dead. I mean, they can literally padlock you out of your location because everything's gone. So what we would sometimes call south, right? I mean, it's just (laughs) like, you know, but unless you decide that that's it, it's not done. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to tell, you know, I'd be lying if I said there hadn't been a couple of those occasions along the years. But, you know, here we are. And in 2022, we're still, LG and I are still having conversations. And that is the remarkable thing about what we get to do. Because there was a point last year, as we'll both tell you, that we didn't know if we were going to have these conversations. I was so sick. We had no idea if I'd be sitting here in February of 2022 having these conversations, right? But you know, one of the things that that really came up, I was having a conversation with someone today who, when they hear this, I'm really going to hope that they don't kill me. I'm not going to tell you who or what the gist, the entire gist of the conversation was. But it brought up a really important point. And one of the um, talking points that we were talking about that you and I, LJ, have often talked about has to do with us as women, but in particular, two pieces of it, two aspects of it. One is how society, we talk a lot about how we want diversity of women in things, on things, boards, leadership, da-da-da-da. And how the other and the other side of it is, I'm gonna name something that, you know, Sometimes we've said maybe we shouldn't go there, but I'm just going there today, okay? Because the one thing about everything that I went through last year is I decided not to live life small, and part of this, that is actually saying what I really think. So here we go, all right? Amen. It's this aspect within just the community of women, you know, or we sometimes say the community of sisters or whatever other words are used around the world of women tearing other women down and not, you know, like if a woman gets to certain levels, somehow deciding that they need to drag them back down. You know, we often see that um, if you've ever seen the meme or somebody talk about it, how, you know, one of the characteristics of crabs is if a crab tries to crawl out of the pot, the others will grab him to try to keep him from doing that. Right. That's right. and, and really, if you watch crabs, that happens. Right. But it's the same thing I'm going to say with a lot of the female is it, it's this whole idea that the individual choices that we make somehow it affects every other woman. Newsflash, it doesn't. You know what? Here's the thing. If you decide that you had a great career, maybe maybe you're like me from the same point, this isn't 100% me, but this part could be me. Maybe you had infertility issues and you didn't have, uh, like myself and, and some of my friends that I grew up with, we literally did not ha- get pregnant or have our kids. So we had been married someplace between 10 to 15 years already. Okay. I. Right ended up, not that I really wanted to go back to work, I'm really honest about that. But the thing was, is that because our son didn't come along until we'd been married 10 years, which by the way, tomorrow we will be married 26 years. Oh my gosh. 26 years. But I didn't really wanna go back to work, but I had to go back to work. Why? My husband and I had a heck of a lot of fun and stuff in that 10 years. We, we wanted a child. We had actually kind of resigned ourselves to the fact that at least not naturally, it wasn't going to happen. And, um, you know, but in the meantime, we had fun. We went out, we lived our lives. We did, but you know, we, we also kind of made a mess that we needed to, now we had a child and we needed to be the adults and clean it up. Right. but for me it was easy could could we have done it the other way Um, without me going back yes but you know I discovered something really early on in our marriage when we first got married and I was going to go to graduate school but I didn't really know if I was I had always been working towards graduate school I didn't know if I was really going to do anything with it afterwards and my husband said to me you know if you want to stay home stay home I thought, well, fine, I'll stay home. I'll just go to graduate school. I won't do anything. You know, that really lasted about maybe six to eight weeks because I was bored out of my skull. (laughs) But you know what? Here's the thing. I've, I've met other women along the way who have left careers and stayed home to raise their families, take care of the house, whatever. And I've never thought that that was bad because I think that that is a calling because running the house is like running a business. It really is. I think that's a total calling. I think that women have it more because that's how we're wired. But I think that there's some guys who have that calling too. I know that's kind of, you know. And I think in 2022, neither one of those should be like, looked down upon. But at the same token, I can remember we moved into, um, we built a house and moved into our neighborhood in Washington. And there were a lot of families that moved in with us. Now the families, as far as the age of of the parents and stuff, they were actually quite a bit younger than Jay and I were, but they had a child the same age as our child. And I can remember we held a party and we invited like all the neighbors. And I'm standing there and one of the women said to me, well, why are you working? Why aren't you home with your kid? I quit my career because that's what you're supposed to do. You know what, that is just as bad as asking on the reverse side, why aren't you in the workforce as a woman? And since the economy starts and stops and all this other stuff and, And the great, as we've talked about, like the great, what do we call it? Resignation or reshuffle or whatever word they're using today. Um, You know, one of the things that I noticed early on is things were starting to open up, and I I was um, a a pretty big bank with their um, private wealth, and I'd gotten invited to a type of conference, and so I was on, you know, Zoom like this with that conference. And their chief economist, who, by the way, happened to be a woman, sat down and blamed women for not going back to work because, because it's the lack of women coming back into the workforce that is affecting the economy. And mm, we dare it. and I just, you know, over, I've thought this for years. Why are we picking on each other and blaming on each other? Or if I'm just as ambitious to have a $100 million company as any guy, why should that be wrong?
1: Especially considering that what the average number, the average revenue for women-owned firms is what? It's something ridiculous. It's not even $40,000 a year. Yeah. I mean, on average, so you know for us to have and but this is what we were talking about right now this is from the board standpoint we were talking about the the lack of diversity as it relates to women being appointed to you know fortune 500 company boards etc this is all about you know governance this is about um you know compensation studies audits uh financials you know when you start to really look at When we talk about pay equity, we talk about the wage gaps, we talk about women ultimately being paid equally for their work, Mm -hmm. you know, in comparison to men, all of it stems to the lack of women being on boards, And then, like you said, you know, this resulting sort of crap in the barrel mentality that has to ensue in most people's mind because they're functioning with a scarcity mindset. You know, it's a scarcity mindset. And it's it's really something that we just, we've always done, you know, it's a traditional way. I I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, even in my own family growing up, you know, I was told by women in my family, you're not going to be a successful anything, let alone entrepreneur or, uh, you know, adjunct professor, none of those things. No one saw that for me. That wasn't the type of, future that you know my family or any of the women in my village at the time saw for me. It was something that I had to create on my own and for myself and and believe that I belonged in those places on my own. Right. You know, so when you look at the power of of women, you know, who are my mentor, you know, when I met her in life, you know, Miss Seeley, when I finally met her you know, she blew the roof off of the house for me, right? Mm-hmm. She was the one who basically said, uh, I believe in you. I've seen your work. You know, she was my professor at first uh, at Virginia Commonwealth University, and she was one of my favorite professors. And from there, I just basically stayed in touch with her, harassed her for years, you know, house sat for her because she had cats and dogs. And right. she was one, she's still to this day one of my biggest advocates. But that's what I was saying is, you know, if if you don't have the, op- the fortune of meeting other women like her, uh, who, you know, in her industry, she was one of few women. And she was always a proponent of trying to bring in more women into her industry uh, because she saw how bringing in those women, you know, ultimately resulted in communities being taken care of, you know, right. communities having a lot more uh, professional services of a, a communities. Children seeing examples of what they can be, you know, and ultimately us having more people that could be considered for these board appointments. And because I, I tell people all the time, the board, board of directors, board of trustees are so important, not just for, you know, the surface level of saying, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm at the table. It's because when you're there, now there's someone else. There's Mm -hmm. another woman that's there to be able to ask the questions about, who are we doing business with? How many women-owned businesses are we doing business with? And how much are we spending on those contracts with these women? You know, how much are the women in our organization making on salary? What type of benefit packages do we provide them? Uh, Do they have adequate health insurance? Do they have adequate child care? Uh, is there a housing stipend, a stipend of, uh, involved? Do we have uh, partnerships as it relates to subsidizing, you know, housing and things like that? Preferred plans. Those types of questions are the questions that we ask as women because these are the things that we have to be cognizant of as caretakers, as primary caretakers.
0: Right. So we
1: have the sensibility, you know. And the inclination to want to care to ask about these things because we see these other women as reflections of ourselves, you know, and I I just think it's to your point, the global pandemic. hurt whatever progress we were trying to make as it relates to getting more women into board positions into chief executive you know C suite positions. The pandemic really hurt that. I know we saw a lot more. It felt like if you're on LinkedIn or if you're on Facebook or Twitter, it felt like we saw more women getting placed, you know, into C-suite mm-hmm. positions. It felt like that. There was a lot more uh, awareness that was generated around people getting appointed as CEO, board chair, et cetera, at these different companies. But the reality of the situation is that, no, not much still has changed. You know, we're still... Uh, looking at less than what, less than six or seven percent of our Fortune 500 companies having women who are the head of the company, you know, and and so and then you look at the board leadership and good luck.
0: <laughs>
1: so, I mean, we've got real issues because you cannot address governance properly if you don't have the right uh, sort of diversity at the table. You know, it's it's not about your your skin complexion alone, you know, it has to do with your lived experiences as a woman, as a, you know, woman mm-hmm. who's Black, as a woman who is Jewish, as a woman who, you know, uh, Latina, I mean, those things, all of those things matter, you know, and so we have to do a better job of making sure that we proliferate access, but that means that the guy's got to give up a seat.
0: Yeah. It does. And I think that that, the, the thing about it is. Or add a <laughs> Well, it could be out seat too. It could be, you know, re re looking at the board and it's not, I th- I think it's not what we're saying is not necessarily every guy has got to go from the board guys. If you're listening to this, that that's not the thing, but ladies, you need to step up too. And by the way, you need not to tear down women who are willing to step up because it's not the life that you're living. Maybe you wanted to, but you had you ended up making some some choices, um, either voluntarily or involuntarily. Sometimes, based on you know the what needed to happen within your family or your community or whatever it is. Um, But that doesn't mean that you can't use all your skills and and maybe that's a much longer conversation, but it does seem that within the female community as a whole, we have this tendency to, uh, not all of us, but there is a giant tendency to live from scarcity. And that if people are not living their lives like They really want to live because maybe at some point they had to make this one thing. And now, you know, it's just been years and people feel stuck and don't know how to go talk to whomever they need to talk to, you know, to, I think that it, that misery oftentimes leads to that scarcity, which then leads to you know, tearing other people down. I personally, I don't like to tear other people down. People are just where they're at, male, female, whatever. But it always surprises me when other women do that. And even though I logically know that sometimes they're going to do that, um, even sometimes upon meeting them, that they may do that. um, It just always surprises me because I'm like, are we still in high school you know like did did 90% of the population get stuck somewhere around 15 16 years of age and just decide that that is where they're going to be And uh, you know it's it's not an easy thing right and one part of what we're really dealing with is we're not just dealing with like last 100 years we're really dealing with centuries, and some of this goes back to, and I don't care what religion you are, or you could not have any belief in that, any faith belief, um, or, or follow any religious practice, um, because faith and religion are two totally different things, but at any rate, The problem really comes, though, in multiple what we would call religions over time, women played a really big role in early history. And someplace along the line, it just became this. um, I don't know if I'm allowed to use this word on (laughs) it sounds funny, but it became like this bastardized interpretation of stuff and that and that interpretation has carried from one religious structure to another and then people just began to accept it and it became this thing of we're not created equally which is a bunch of BS because we are We're not the same. We're not the same as our male counterparts. This is true. We aren't. We have a very particular set of skills and jobs that we're supposed to do that supports the male side, but it supports. But supporting is not being unequal. And I think that that's where a lot of this really, if we really dug deeply, that's where a lot of it just stems from is the fact that people have just grown up this way. And then, but I don't know where we got to the point of the whole, what you would call mean girls thing. Cause it just seems to keep repeating even into adulthood even, even at the age that I'm at now. And I know, you know, LJ and I've talked about this cause you know, we've got differences that way too but it just keeps repeating. Ladies, it's time to take your power. It's time to support all other women. Support their decisions that they've made. Be there to give them a hug if they need a hug. You don't have to agree with their lifestyle or even the decisions that they made to actually support them. Some of us wanna build huge companies. Some of us, you know, you might say we should already be there. Maybe yes, maybe no, because there's different paths even under that with being an entrepreneur and learning and trying and Lord knows figuring it out. But, you know, we're in an age now where we're needed more than ever to step up and we can't do that if we're constantly tearing each other down. We can get into more boardrooms, we can lead more things, we can be at higher levels of politics, we can all around the world. But you know what, we have to come together. And that starts by the conscious decision, the next time you think you want to tell somebody your opinion about the decisions they've made for their career or their personal life or their family life or whatever and why that's wrong, Mm -hmm. check yourself and not do that. And say, you know what? How can I help you? How can I help you? Mm -hmm.
1: And you know what we like to say, uh, when I was growing up, one thing that that people kept saying to me was, wait your turn wait your turn and that's another real issue i think in our community as women is we have a tendency to want to dim someone else's light when they are in our minds doing better than we're doing at that point in time Mm -hmm. and that's just not the case you know like you're saying jocelyn sometimes things take time because you're on your own path You know, everybody's got their own time. And that person that you might see today that you think is miles ahead of you, they might be holding on by a shoestring. (laughs) And they may not be able to sustain the success and the trajectory that they're on. They may not actually be able to stay there uh, long term because of the lack of support. There's all sorts of, you know, family issues, depression. There's all sorts of things that people are battling that we'll never know about, you know. But we can't make those assumptions and you know to your point we can't then ostracize someone I, I have to correct people in my family, all the time, you know I ask them about like the top five or the top 10 you know hip hop artists and they won't have one woman on that list. You know, and these are the same people who, if you ask them their favorite artists they're always going to talk about the men, you know they listen to Nas they listen to Pac or whatever. They don't have one woman that they listen to that way or that they really 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 look up to or admire or appreciate and that stems from what you're talking about as it relates to that you know bastardization of judeo-christian values and and other i like it's not just us it's other spiritual systems as well
0: yeah it is. Where like,
1: see the, like this natural you know what i mean you see this very um specific integration of the woman and the woman's contribution to society you know so i think we just have to be able to consciously see how we relate to other people other women like ourselves and when we think about who we listen to and who our leaders are in our minds who are the people that we admire if our admiration is to men not women you know if we are always You know putting up certain guys and never talking about women then we're you know obviously part of the problem and we are perpetuating that exact same uh misogynistic you know sexist uh you know mentality that you know it's to the point about slavery you know at some point you don't have to worry about someone else enslaving you you got to worry about the person in your household enslaving you because that mentality, all they needed was the mentality. Now they're able to, to turn you and tell you what you can't do and enslave you better than anyone else because they're closer to you. They live the life that you've lived. They understand better your struggles because they've experienced those same struggles. But instead of mm-hmm. actually being agents of change, they're agents of superiority.
0: Right.
1: And it's the same thing for women. You know, when you look at, these countries where they struggle with genital, genital mutilation and, and uh, child brides and all these other sort of draconian uh of a woman's rights and a woman's role in, in society and in life, in private, you know, a home life. When you look at all these places, it's going to be women who are going to be the main ones who are going to say, no, this is tradition, and we need to stick with the tradition. It's always going to be us that'll do us worse than anybody else, you know, because we know better. But we are so entrenched in this mentality, this way of thinking about ourselves, we're so self loathing, that we'd rather see ourselves in shackles and chains than see ourselves free, because it means that that the freedom might not come to us, it might come to someone else who looks like us. And we don't want it for you. If I can't have it for myself, it's insane. But that is the type of caustic, you know, relationship that we all have with each other and so many different social stratification that you see that same dynamic across so many different strata, you know? Mm -hmm. So we have to, I think, like you said, we have to challenge, you know, who do we read? Who do we listen to? Who do we get inspiration from? Who do we admire? Who do we support? And if you're looking around and the people that you're supporting, the people that you're referring business to, that you're supporting the business of, et cetera, et cetera, if those people are not women, you are part of the problem. But it's okay because we can fix
0: it. Mm-hmm.
1: All it okay. starts with is awareness, yeah, one hundred percent
0: starts with awareness. Starts about making it conscious and taking those little tiny little habits to think, and you know it doesn't it doesn't take take much. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example from the not so much women, but like to make little micro changes to rewire your brain to do something that maybe isn't naturally coming to you because of the the all the input and everything, and, and where you're not even consciously really thinking about it. Um, right before we came in to record, I went for my 15-minute walk. Right now, I can only walk two two days a week. It can be any two days for for a maximum of 15 minutes. I can't walk anymore, can't walk any less. Must be exactly 15 minutes. The reason is it's because we're working to rewire and instill in the fact of me just finally just doing some type of activity every single day, but you start very small. And what you do is you, you it might seem like, well, how is that gonna help you get to, back to where like, look, I've had personal trainers, I've had all of this stuff, right, over time, because I, it became a priority for me to take some of my funds and invest it in that way for me. But the same things always happen again and again right, over, over the years, keep falling backwards, instead of trying to figure out what's causing me, you know, because sometimes I can be really good for, you know, you see me, I can be really good for over a year, and then boom, right, but instead of really trying to figure out what's making me, like, go backwards, spending all that time, there's a faster way, and, and there's a way to re, rewire, so my coach said, all right, instead of us You know, because you know what some of it's causing it, but obviously they're, you know. But instead of doing that, how about we try this?
1: Mm.
0: Well, you know what? It's working. Like today, I wanted to walk longer, but nope. And I have to set the thing on my phone, walk seven and a half minutes one direction, and then seven and a half minutes back. So it's this discipline. But like, I came in here, and I'm like, man, I want to go walking some more. Can't do it twice a week for 15 minutes each. It seems, it seems, but the truth is it, it's like that with a lot with habits, with, you know, if you, um, Mel Robbins talks about, I mean, at the simplisticness of it, it's her five second rule. So if you're thinking it, you're going to just stop, count the five, right? Mm. Because it pauses your brain enough um, as neuro-linguistic trained folks will tell you like she's one of them but it stops you Your it interrupts your thought pattern enough for you to go do I really need to say that is that going to be a positive or a negative to the person I'm talking to mm-hmm. and, and even if it's you're the person you're talking to right in the mirror it's that whole thing of like and I think that Ladies, that's how you start, you know, next time you feel yourself compelled to weigh in on somebody else's life choices. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you I'm perfect. I've done it. We've all done it as women. Okay. Because there's a whole bunch of stuff that wired us that way. But when you consciously start supporting others, uh, not just women, but even even men. But in particular, ladies, we're talking to you today. When you start consciously supporting that, that's where things start to change. This is where society starts to change. But here's a newsflash. It's gonna take at least a generation for us to really see this. So this is not an overnight thing. And generations are typically 20 years. So it's, you know, but if we all start today in 2042, hopefully we see a whole new world. Now, I can't promise you that LJ and I are going to be doing real management talk with LJ and Jocelyn in 2042, but one never knows. So um, that'll be really interesting if we are, we come back and visit this episode, and that's like episode thousand and whatever. But um,
1: Web 3.0.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, I'm hoping that before I leave this planet, I actually see this really have taken center stage where, you know, it's the best person for the job. People are paid the same. I just saw a new, um, somebody just released like the new kind of numbers. And it really was surprising, actually, out of women, anyways, um, who's actually paid the most to, still not paid, you know, for every dollar a man's paid, not, but, um, it, what was really surprising about it was that Asian women are paid 92 cents on the dollar and not, not that that's bad. I'm like, go girls, go get them, you know, but it just really surprised me. And then where, where the, you know, all the rest of us fall and, and how much further below we fall, So it made me think, think, okay, where is or is some of it because of, you know, 40 years worth of, and then even as Asian women, I'm not saying this bad. I'm just saying, you know, some of it could be a mindset shift that happened there because they, they weren't always Ranked as high there were others and 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 where other mindset shifts have happened but you know what ladies all of us can make now we should all everybody should just make dollar for dollar and that's a whole different discussion but you know what ladies every single one of us no matter what we look like sound like are like we can all make that 92 cents right now we should all be striving for a buck but you know let's take one giant leap and get everybody to 92 cents in the next like two years. Okay. (laughs) And it doesn't matter what you're doing, even if you're running a side hustle out of your house, because, you know, you are home being um, the, the boss of your own house, the economist of your own home for your family and everything. But, you know, the kids are old enough and and now, either they're old enough that you can plop them in front of the TV long enough, or they're old enough that they're actually at school, and you're maybe you're doing some stuff where you're running a, a side hustle business on the side. You could price it so you still make either dollar for dollar or no less than ninety two cents. You just gotta embrace the idea that you are deserving of this. And one of the fastest ways to do that is actually to stand in front of your mirror every morning. I used to think that was crazy, too, until I, somebody challenged me to do it. And I started doing it and talking to yourself. And in the beginning, you won't stand there much because it's going to feel really weird. But literally <laughs> have a conversation with that person in the mirror, because the first person you have to convince all the way around It's not just about supporting other people. The first person you have to support is you. And if you can't support you, you can't support anybody. So I think I'll come off my soapbox now for the day, but there we go. Powerful.
1: That's it.
0: That's excellent. Excellent way to close us out. So, guys, we're so glad that you joined us. And if any of you listened all the way through or you listened on further podcasts, just remember we're available on all of your major podcasts, the platforms, and a couple of the not so well known podcast platforms. I believe we're available across like 11 of them, folks. So, last time I counted uh so you know but feel free spotify apple podcast um those are the two most popular um you know give us a listen download us you can replay this episode and we thank you for joining us bye